Hey there guys, welcome back to a brand new episode of the Zeke Said So Show. This is the one and only show where we talk about all things movie news, video games, comic books, television, and all that sorts of good stuff. And we are just moving right along. Uh, we are just going to keep going and we're going to talk about everything that we love in the world of movie news, video games, comic books, television, and all that sorts of good stuff. Uh, but before we do that, I've got a few little announcements there's a brand new episode of throwback thursday uh me and robert the ghostwriter martinez are teaming up once again to fight some mummies and terribly rendered cgi scorpions with the mummy returns so hopefully you guys can go and check that out when you get a chance um there's also a brand new episode of avatar the after show uh i am reviewing episode 12 titled the storm so make sure you guys go check that out um, no new episode of the Web Swingers podcast this week, but next week, tune in on Monday because there will be a brand new episode of the Web Slingers podcast. Now, before uh, actually, let's just get right into it. Let's talk about the movie news. So we're going to start right off with the movie news segment. This is where we're going to break down three movie news topics, and I'm going to talk about each and every single one of them in detail. So here we go. Uh, and the first one, um, so last week we talked about a bunch of movies being delayed, um, and we had talked about how Tenet was getting a uh, indef- was getting delayed indefinitely. Um, but literally, just literally, a day after that show went up, Warner Brothers has announced that they are going to give Tenet a th- a international theatrical release on August 26th of 2020. And in select theaters, um, Tenet will be released in select theaters in select U.S. cities. So on September 4th. So um, if your city is lucky enough to have a theater there, uh, if you're lucky enough to even go to a theater, uh, hopefully you guys go see Tenet when it comes out. Um I don't know how to feel about this. Um, I think this is kind of a bad idea um, to release your movie in other countries, but not the U.S., which is your biggest market ever. Um, I think I think you would want to just wait until the until the U.S. can open their movie theaters to start releasing movies again. Just because, just because, like, first of all, you're gonna you're you know people who see the movie are going to like end up spoiling the movie for everyone else, you know, but also it's just that, you know, the, the United States and the North American box office and the, uh, China box office are two of the biggest mark are two of the biggest movie going markets out there, you know? Um, and I don't believe, I actually don't know. Has China reopened, their movie theaters. I want to say they did. Maybe. I don't know. Don't correct me. But. Um, you have two of the biggest movie theater markets in the world. One of them being the US. Which none of the movie theaters are open. You know. Um, and I just. I, I don't know. I just find this to be a an incredibly bad idea. Um, with everything going on, I just feel like we should just wait. Um, because in other countries, if something go, you know, what if, if some, you know, what if someone goes to the movie theaters and catches something, you know, um, that's, that's the, you know, 
Eh. But all I know is that I am extremely jealous of the inter- of our international friends because they get to go and watch Tenant uh, before the rest of us do, uh, thanks to people who won't just go outside and wear a darn mask. Um, uh, but other than that, yeah, no, nothing else to really talk about there. Um, other, other than Warner Brothers just won't give up on Tenet. Like, they want it to come out in 2020. For some odd reason, they wouldn't want to push it to 2021. Like, I I really want to know if there's a specific reason for that. You know? Um, uh, but, yeah, it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty insane. Um, all right. Um, the next movie news topic we have here is this. So a few about a month about a month or two ago, we talked about how Universal Studios, um, after the success of Trolls World Tour, they wanted to put their movies straight to VOD. All of their movies need, wanted to go straight to VOD while they were in theaters. To which AMC said that's a complete violation of the agreements between the studios and the movie theaters. Um, F you, we're not showing your movies. And basically all of the movie theaters kind of did that. And then just recently, this week, AMC has announced that they reached a major multi-year deal. And this agreement allows theatrical releases to hit premium VOD after just 17 days. So basically what this means is that after 17 days of the movies being in theaters... So after like a couple weeks or something, the the movie that's playing in theaters is allowed to go onto a premium VOD service for like twenty bucks or something, twenty to twenty five dollars. You know, you'll be able to purchase the movie and rent it for maybe the weekend for twenty to twenty five bucks. So there's a lot of uh, other movie theaters that don't agree with what. Uh, happened with this deal. So, um, Mookie Greedinger, is that how you pronounce his last name? I, man, people just have really interesting last names, and I, I am, I apologize if I'm butchering your last name. Um, he basically came out and said, um, we do not see any business sense in this model. Um, and if you guys don't know what Cineworld is, on computer what are you doing great my computer's messed up again okay um so cineworld um owns regal cinemas they are the owner of regal cinemas and they've been doing a pretty good job um with with what was with what they're doing with regal been pretty successful since uh uh you know bringing it into their uh to to their brand um, he said this, uh, we do not see any business sense in this model at Cineworld slash Regal. We are not changing our policy with regards to showing only movies that respect the theatrical window. Um, this, so there's a lot of, di- di- this is very divisive. This is a very divisive of uh, topic. There are a lot of people who think this is a great idea. Um, but I personally am on the side of this is a very bad thing. 
Because here's the thing, okay? I never been into the idea of we're let's just release movies straight to VOD. Let's just put all movies straight to VOD. I think some movies benefit from going straight to streaming services or straight to VOD. And I think some movies don't. And the movies that don't are the movies that people go to see. Like, uh, like, are you telling me you're going to want to release the MCU movies on VOD? you tell me you want to watch Jurassic World? You'd rather watch Jurassic World Dominion on VOD rather than going into a theater and seeing it on the largest screen possible? No. I know I wouldn't. And this is bad not just for the theaters... Because they're going to lose money with this deal. Because, you know, as soon as AMC announced this deal, you you bet there's going to be so many people who think, wait, Jurassic World's coming out in theaters this weekend. I don't have to see. I could wait 17 days and then I could rent it and just watch it from the comfort of my home. So that could work. And what's going to and here's what's going to happen. This is going to be the end of big budget studio movies. That's what it's going to be. And not that I don't like the fact that we get independent films. I love seeing a good, small-budget, independent film. I love seeing those movies, and I I love how good they make me feel, you know. But, but I don't... I, I also love the big-budget stuff. Avengers Endgame was one of my favorite experiences in a movie theater. Seeing Avengers Infinity War was was awesome. You know, seeing Star Wars, The Force Awakens, and The Last Jedi was really fantastic. And if this deal comes to fruition, it, this is going to be the end of big budget studio. And you know what? Look, Universal, they've been, they have just been making bad decision after bad decision after bad decision with how they've, Really poorly dropped the the ball when it comes to promoting Peacock. Which, by the way, they gave it a really stupid name. Um, They not only gave it a stupid name, but they did such a good, horrible job of promoting Peacock as this is the streaming service you want to subscribe to instead of Disney Plus, Netflix. You know, I love Peacock. I actually really am am enjoying it. I I mean, I got the free version. But I'm really enjoying Peacock right now, you know. Um, but they are just doing a horrible job of promoting it. They're not promoting it like Disney would promote Disney Plus or like Netflix would promote their streaming service or Hulu or HBO Max, you know. Um, and the problem is they're trying to promote, you know, their whole streaming platform they're trying to promote oh we're gonna put movies on streaming so what we're gonna do is we're gonna team up with amc and maybe we're gonna put our movies on vod just after 17 days which is a violation against the theatrical window in the theatrical window i believe you have to have your movie in theaters at least for three months before you can put it on streaming services or vod or or physical media um and looks like that's just going to be thrown out the window thanks to the geniuses at AMC and Universal who decided this was a good idea. 
You know, this is going to be the death of the movie theater industry and the filmmaking industry. You know, we're going to see all a lot of big, but you know, hey, Universal, kiss your Fast and Furious franchise goodbye because you start this deal, your Fast and Furious franchise, no more money for you. Or your Jurassic World franchise, no more money. Because because you're just you're basically saying you're basically telling them oh we don't have to go we could wait 17 days until after it comes out in theaters because then it will just be available to buy for 20 bucks and then we can all just hang out at my place for the weekend you know this is a bad idea and this I'm telling you guys this is going to be the worst thing that's happened into into the movie industry. It is. It just is. And as somebody who is a... who wants to be a filmmaker, who is working very hard to try and get some short films made, and who's who wants to... who someday wants to have his movie playing on a movie theater screen, this is very bad. This is horrible. This deal is horrible. It is. And I just don't see how this business model makes any sense. This business model legitimately makes no sense whatsoever. It just doesn't. So, anyway... I've said everything I need to say on it. Um, who knows? Maybe I might be. Maybe I might be wrong. Maybe this could be a, end up being a great thing. I just don't know. I have no freaking idea. So, all right. Uh, the final movie news topic we're going to talk about is this. Okay, so there is uh, a brand new Pixar movie was announced this week. Um, actually, yesterday it was announced yesterday that uh, Pixar is releasing a new movie. Uh, and they announced the title, synopsis, and release date. And the movie will be called Luca, and it is set to release in the summer of 2021. Um, and Luca is the story is the story set in the Italian Riviera. The film is a coming to age story about a young boy who finds a new best friend with a secret that he is a sea monster from another world. Um, now. I love Pixar movies. I really do. Um, I love, you know, obviously I love what, you know, what they did with Inside Out. And their original movies are actually some of my favorite movies of all time. I mean, I love their sequels. Like, Toy Story 2 is, is my second favorite of theirs that they've done. I'm really liking the sound of this, Luca. It sounds pretty interesting, actually. The fact that Pixar is going to be doing a coming-to-age story... Is very interesting to me because they've done the superhero movies, they've done the dramas, they've done the comedies, um, but they haven't done a coming to age story, you know. Um, and I think it would be very interesting. Um, now, a lot of people are like, well, you know. Pixar hasn't been on a roll. I mean, they released movies like like Finding Dory or Cars 3 or Incredibles 2. You know what? Hey, Incredibles 2 and Toy Story 4 were actually not that bad. And Onward 
is great. I don't care what anybody says. That movie was great. I loved it. Um, and I, I was actually just watching it on Disney Plus just a couple days ago, and it's still it's still a great movie. Like it is still a great movie. I just forgot how how great that movie actually is. So, but this Luke this Luca movie, I am very interested in it. Uh, I think it would be really cool to see a coming to age story uh set in the the Pixar with kind of with the Pixar formula um because you know, even if you're a diehard Pixar fan, you 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 should know that they do have a formula. Um but uh yeah, this is gonna, it's going to be pretty interesting to see how this actually plays out um cuz I think I think it sounds really really cool, like really cool. Um, and it's going to be directed by a, uh, it's going to be a new director, a brand new director, like someone we haven't really heard of before. So that's very interesting. All right. Um, there's no, there's nothing to review. So we're just going to go straight into the Q and a questions. So hang on tight. You guys, we will be right back with the Zeke said so show. What is up, guys? It is me, Zeke the Geek here, and I am the host of the best podcast on you on the internet called the Zeke Said So Show. If you are a fan of the Zeke Said So YouTube channel, then go to the Zeke Said So Show where we talk about movies, video games, comic books, uh, you know, anything, anything and everything. We talk, we talk about it. I'm joined by uh, some guests, including the including Robert the Ghostwriter Martinez and that one kid or whoever want, whoever else wants to be on my podcast, they are welcome to join. I am joined by one guest or sometimes it will just be me by myself and you, and you guys get to join us as I take your questions after I talk about three movie news topics. We're talking about all things nerd stuff, nerd related and geek related. So if you are a fan of movies, television, video games, comic books and much, much more, Go, go start listening to the Zeke Said So Show on Anchor, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. that is where it can be found. Zeke Said So Show, Anchor Podcast, go check it out. If you are a fan of the Zeke Said So YouTube channel, Zeke Said So Show podcast, you can go to my Patreon account and, su- and support that channel. We have plenty of tiers that are perfect for your benefits. We have the $2 tier where you can donate, where if you donate $2, get your, you get a shout out right here on, on my YouTube channel. I do that for you guys. Or you can go to the $5 tier where you will get film commentaries. That's where I will watch a movie. You guys watch along with me and I'll just kind of talk about my thoughts throughout the movie. Kind of like how all friends do it when you sit down with a group of friends watching a movie together. You guys like to talk about it uh, amongst each other. And then you have the $10 tier, which is you get to request a movie that I get to review on a Throwback Thursday podcast that I do that week. So request you get to do a request for any movie that I can review on Throwback Thursday or any of or my Zeke Sensual podcast, anything. I will talk about it. If you donate to that tier, 
But if you guys can't donate to the Patreon, that is completely okay. I'm not mad at you. You still watch the channel. You're still supporting me on that level by watching the channel anyway. But if you're interested in really supporting the channel, if you're interested in getting a shout out, checking out some film commentaries, and requesting a movie review, go to my Patreon link in the description below and get your take of the Zeke Said So channel. Throwback Thursday is better than ever. If you go to the podcast feed on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast, you can go support Throwback Thursday. Starting on January 9th, you will get more Throwback Thursdays, starting with my review for Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring, and we're going to be reviewing all types of movies, whether they came out in in the 20s or whether they came out last year whether they came out the year before that whenever they came out before now we are going to review those movies for you guys so if you're interested go check out the throwback thursday on the podcast feed on the zeke said so podcast feed go check it out and let's go back to well the past And we are back with a brand new episode of the Zeke Senzo Show, and uh, we are going to be moving right along with the Q&A questions. How do you guys send in a Q&A question? It's very, very simple. You guys just send them in through Instagram, Twitter, or the YouTube comment section, uh, and you will get it answered right here on the Zeke Senzo Show. So, uh, all right, here we go. Let's uh, talk about some – let's answer some questions. Um, as soon as my computer – Stops freezing and, and lets me see the first question. Okay, here we go. And let me zoom in here and so I can read. Um, what was your favorite year for movies and what was your favorite movie from that year? Um, I'm going to go with... Um, it's between two for me. It's between 1999 and 2019. Um, 1999 obviously had my favorite movie of all time, which was The Mummy. Um, but it also had movies like Sixth Sense, Fight Club, Matrix, um, Toy Story 2, Tarzan, um, just a lot of really cool movies. Um, and 2019 had movies like Parasite, Knives Out, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, um, Ford versus Ferrari, uh, Avengers Endgame, uh, Toy Story 4, Shazam, uh, Marriage Story, just a lot of really good stuff in 2019. Um, so I'll go with those two. Uh, favorite movie from 1999, I'll probably have to say The Mummy because it is my favorite movie of all time. Um, and then favorite movie from the year 2019. You know, when if you guys go back and listen to my podcast on that um i said jojo rabbit was my favorite movie of the year but honestly the more i watched knives out the more i realized knives out it was the best movie of 2019 it just was it was absolutely the best movie of 2019 and it was the most influential movie to me um i just i really love that movie and i never get tired of it I love that movie. I love the way it plays out, and I love how, and it 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 made me love Ryan Johnson even more as a director. Uh, he's honestly one of my favorite directors working today, and he's honestly one of my favorite movie directors of all time. 
Um, because he just takes everything that he touches, he takes everything and flips it on his head. He flips a genre on its head, you know, like the detective story. He takes a classic detective story and sets it in high school with Brick or a classic sci-fi movie and flips it on its head with Looper, you know, um, or a, uh, or a fun whodunit movie and, creates all these interesting like twists and turns throughout it and gives you such a fun ride with Knives Out, you know. Knives Out is probably is my favorite movie he's done. It is my favorite movie of his. Um um I know what you're going to say about the Last Jedi. It sucks. Yeah, yeah. I really like the Last Jedi. It is my least favorite movie of his, though. I'm not going to lie. It is my least favorite movie of his. But that does not mean I don't like it at all. I mean, I really do like The Last Jedi, actually. Um, in fact, Last Jedi, I think... Um, I I don't know. I just really like The Last Jedi. I know, I know a lot of people are going to complain about it, you know. But I don't care, you know. Um, I do agree the Canto Bite stuff was absolutely stupid and should not have been in the movie. Um, Poe's arc I thought was lame. But everything with Rey, Luke, and Kylo, and Snoke, I thought was beautiful. And I thought it was the best moments in Star Wars history, honestly. Um, I don't even care. So, um, but but yeah, no, uh, as far as, um, so yeah. Going back to your question, um, favorite year for movies, I'll have to go with 1999 and 2019, and then I'll have to go with a uh, favorite movie from that year or those two years, I'll have to go with The Mummy in 1999 and uh, Knives Out in 2019. So, thanks for the question. Um, Alright, uh, rank the Michael Bay Transformers movies. Oh boy, here we go. Okay, so let's do this from worst to best, okay? So... At the very bottom, we have Transformers: The Last Night, which I think is the worst of all of the Transformers movies. Not just, not just the Michael Bay Transformers movies, just Transformers in general. I think that movie is horrible, just absolutely horrible. Um, then you have, uh, I think I'll go with Transformers: Revenge of the Fallen, uh, right above that. Um, that movie's horrible as well. Transformers Age of Extinction is probably above that. Uh, then I have the first one at number two, and then the third one at, as my number one. I don't think... A lot of people don't give the third one enough credit. It's actually really good. And Michael Bay is trying... At, at least he's trying to make a better movie than two. Like, coming off of Revenge of the Fallen, he he tried to make a better movie than two. At least he sort. There are some things in three that I don't like. Like I don't like the love triangle stuff. I think it's stupid. Um, and the John Turturro stuff I think is completely unnecessary. But um, but I I really like trans. I love Transformers: Dark of the Moon. I think it's really cool. Um, and the fourth one, Age of Extinction. The reason why I put that in number three is because, look, it's not a good movie. It's actually in. It's actually close to being pretty bad. It's pretty bad. Um, but my problem with the fourth movie is that that movie is just too darn 
long. Like, I can't sit through the whole thing. I, I, I can't. I can't sit through it. Even when I was, even when I first saw it in theaters, I remember thinking to myself, wow, this is a very long movie. You know? Um, it's like Michael Bay wanted to make a movie that was going to be like the Lord of the Rings of Transformers movies. Um, and ended up making a two and a half, a two hour and 45 minute movie that just dragged on for way too long. That movie probably should have ended with the fight on lockdown ship. The movie should have ended there. That should have been the final battle. It, it could have been a really cool action scene to kind of leave the movie off. And um, but they just they just decided to keep going. They kept moving, and gave us a a really horrible action sequence in China in China, which I oh goodness oh my gosh and the Dinobots don't don't even get me started on the Dinobots oh don't even get me started on them they're look I think they look cool. But I, I, they're so underused, so underused. Um, all right. Uh, which movie would you like to see a sequel? Which movie would you like? To, oh, uh, Power Rangers 2017 or Alita Battle Angel? <sighs> is it bad if, is it cheating if I say both? Um, I think if I had to pick one, I have to go with Power Rangers 2017. I think that movie was just... Power Rangers 2017 was just so freaking good, man. Nobody... And nobody went to freaking see it. That's the problem. Everyone thought, oh, it's got Power Rangers in the title, so obviously it must be bad. No, it's a damn good movie. And nobody went to see it because you all freaking thought, oh, well, it's a Power Rangers movie. It's not going to be good. You're, you're wrong. It's great. You should watch it. Um, I would love to see a sequel to that. I really would. I'd rather see a sequel to the 2017 movie than see a reboot. Um, <laughs> but Alita Battle Angel, I also, I didn't hate Alita Battle Angel. I thought the story was a bit of a mess, but I actually enjoyed Alita Battle Angel. Um, so I think there's a lot of potential for a really good sequel that could be better than the first you know um i would say get a different director because i don't think robert rodriguez is the best director in the world um i really do hope that that a sequel does happen eventually though um all right what 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 are your thoughts on the emmy nominations mandalorian got 15 nominations yeah that was really shocking to me actually the fact that Mandalorian got nominated for an Emmy, that was very surprising to me. Um, I don't really care about the Emmys. I don't. Like, I really don't. Um, I've just never cared about the Emmys. But it's good that Mandalorian got nominated. And Stranger Things also got nominated this year. So, um, personally, if it were up to me, Stranger Things should win that award because Stranger Things was Stranger Things season three was the best thing in television this year. I'm sorry, I know the Mandalor the Mandalorian's great, but the Mandalorian had a really bad episode in their first season. Stranger Things season three to me. Did not have a single bad episode. Like, this season was perfect. Season 3 was just absolutely perfect. So, there that goes. Uh, Alright. 
Uh, what are your thoughts on Sky High, and do you think it could be remade today? I think it could. I, I love the movie Sky High. Yeah, that was with uh, Kurt Russell and Kelly Preston, who you know just recently passed away um, this past uh, last week or a couple weeks ago. Um, yeah, um, I I love Sky High. I think it's a great movie. It's a really fun movie, and I think. If you were to do it, I would want to see it in animation. I'd want to see a Disney animated movie on it. Um, but who knows? I mean, maybe you could remake it into a live action film and maybe it could be great. Um, I just think if you're going to remake it, you might as well just remake it into animation because I think there's just so much more potential. Um, but with Sky High, I feel like there's so much potential to just use that as like a comedy like use that as a straight up spoof on superhero movies like Spaceballs meets Emperor's New Groove you know like that type of movie you know um because I think there's so much that they could do with you know poking fun at the superheroes uh poking fun at super superhero movie cliches um I think there's a lot of potential to be made there, honestly. So, uh, all right. Uh, favorite Stanley Kubrick movie? Um, I will have to go with. Oh, favorite Stanley Kubrick movie? Wow, I should have known that. The oh man, I should have taken a look at his filmography. Um, I gotta go with The Shining. The Shining. Um. Full Metal Jacket actually comes a quote a close second though. Did he direct Full Metal Jacket? Pretty sure Stanley Kubrick directed Full Metal Jacket. Let's actually now now I gotta look that up. Okay, here. Um, if he didn't direct it, Full Metal Jacket is still a really great movie. Uh, let's see. Stanley Kubrick. Okay, good. Stanley Kubrick did direct it. Okay, good, 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 good. Um, yeah, I, I, I love Full Metal Jacket. I think it's so great. Um, you were hungry. Um, that was, oh, Full Metal Jackets. I love that movie. Okay. Uh, thoughts on M. Night's, M. Night Shyamalan's The Village. I like The Village. I don't love it. But I like it. I, I like the village. Um, I think the twist is interesting. It's interesting. I'm very conflicted on it, though. Like, I'm kind of 50-50 on the twist of the village. Um, but I do like it. I, I do like the movie. I think it's one of his better movies. Um, all right. Favorite movie that has won Best Picture, and which movie would you like to have seen win the award? Uh, favorite movie that has won Best Picture is obviously Lord of the Rings Return of the King. Um, that, cause that's my second favorite movie of all time. Um, for other reasons, not just because it won Best Picture at the Oscars. Um, and which movie would I like to see win the award? Um, I wish Knives Out was nominated and would have won that year. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love the fact that Parasite won the award. Parasite deserved it. It was a great movie. But, again, 
to me, Knives Out was the best movie of last year. It, it is the best movie of last year. So, but uh, but that movie. Um, I want to see what else was there that I wanted to see. I wanted Spider-Verse to be nominated and won the best picture because that was obviously the best movie of 2018. Um, <sighs> Whiplash, I thought, should have won over Birdman because Whiplash is a better movie than... I think is a better movie than Birdman. Um, hmm. I'm trying to think. What other movie... Should have won Best Picture. Oh, The Dark Knight should have easily been nominated and won Best Picture the year it came out. Like, it should have. Slumdog Millionaire is an overrated movie. I, I'm sorry. Slumdog Millionaire is so freaking overrated. That movie is boring as hell. And for some reason, the Academy thought, oh... That's the best picture of 2008 over The Dark Knight, which was a fucking masterpiece. Sorry for my language, but it's just such a masterpiece The Dark Knight is. And the fact that it did not win is a crime against humanity. That's what it is. All right. Um, Are you going to watch Umbrella Academy Season 2? I am. Uh, I'm probably going to start watching that this weekend. I'm going to be pretty busy this weekend, so I'm, I'm going to try to watch it this weekend, though. Um, all right. Uh, favorite and least favorite Rocky movie, not including Creed. Ooh, I like the fact that you're not including Creed, because then I would have chosen the first Creed movie as my favorite. Um, let's see. Uh, my favorites in the Rocky series, I got to go with the first one. It's my favorite. Um, least favorite, I got to go with Rocky Five. Rocky Five is horrible. Like it is such a horrible movie. Like, you know, like it's really bad. Like really bad. And I know there are people who really like that movie, but I thought it was just a major letdown. Especially coming off of Rocky Four, which is my second favorite in the series. Rocky Four is so good. It's cheesy. It's so cheesy, but it's so freaking good. Just because if you really look at Rocky uh, 4, that movie is nothing but montage sequence after montage sequence after montage sequence. You know, um, you got Rocky climbing a mountain. He's like running to the top of the mountain and then like lifting his arms up in the air, yelling, Drago! Um,. I love that. I, I love it. <laughs> um, and I got to say, perfect movie to watch on 4th of July. If you, like, I know we've, we're past 4th of July, but if you ever want a 4th of July marathon, watch Captain America the First Avenger. Actually, watch the entire Captain America trilogy. And then watch um, Independence Day. And then watch Rocky IV. Those are, those are the movies you got to watch on 4th of July. Like, those are the movies you got to watch on 4th of July. So, uh, favorite Adam Sandler comedy? I got to go with uh, Billy Madison. Uh, Billy Madison actually has one of my favorite jokes in any movie, 
which is what you just said was the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. At no point did you come close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points. And may God have mercy on your soul. I love that. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> that is my favorite moment. That's one of my favorite comedy moments ever. Um, besides the moment in... Uh, uh, <laughs> in... Uh, Spaceballs with home. Oh, I knew it. I'm surrounded by assholes. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. Billy Madison's my favorite of his. Um, I like Happy Gilmore. Um, I know a lot of people don't, but I actually really can. Ha- I can have fun with Eight Crazy Nights. Not a not a great movie. Not a not even a good movie. Not a good movie. But you know what? I can have fun with Eight Crazy Nights. I can. I know, sue me. But Billy Madison's my number one favorite, though. All right, and the final question of the day is, what are some TV shows that had a disappointing finale? Ooh, TV shows that had a very disappointing finale. Um, oh, man. That's a good question. Um... Game of Thrones. <laughs> um, actually, the entire s- season eight of Game of Thrones was massively disappointing, honestly. Because um, it's like they went out of their way to undo so many character arcs that were set up in the first like seven seasons. And they just threw them all out the window. You know, they just didn't know what they were doing anymore. Um, let's see. Um, Star Wars Rebels, the ser- the series finale of Star Wars Rebels was horrible. Such a horrible finale. I think it's a good, I think if it was a season finale, I would say it's good. But as a series finale, I thought it was horrible. I thought it was a horrible series finale. Um, I thought the episode with Kanan sacrificing himself was a better finale than the than the actual series finale, honestly. Um, let's see. Um, um, I'm trying to think. What other... Um, Seinfeld is a is a really good TV show. Uh, it's one of my favorites, but that the finale of that show is horrible. Um, uh, hmm. Wow. Cause one, there's a few more that I thought were just terrible. Um, hmm. Um. I um. Hmm. TV shows that had a disappointing finale. Um. Hmm. I don't know. I can't think of another one. Um, hmm. I can't think of. Yeah, no, I can't think of another one. I almost said Daredevil, but I actually really loved the final episode of Daredevil season three. I thought it was awesome. Um, 
Oh, you know what? I actually will say one thing. Okay, I'll, I'll say this. And this is completely real and honest. There's a show on Netflix called The Ranch. And I really loved The Ranch. Overall, I love The Ranch. It's one of my fa- it's become one of my favorite TV shows of all time. I didn't love the finale. I liked the finale. I thought it was a very good finale, but I didn't love it. And so I put it under the category of disappointing. Um I feel like it just could have ended on a more emotional and on a more emotional ending, uh emotionally satisfying. Um the ending they came up with is good, but mm, not the one I it's just I would have preferred something different. Um, all right. Uh, but that will do it, guys, for this episode of the Zeke Setzel Show. Thank you so much for listening. I almost said watching. For listening. Um, uh, hopefully you guys are subscribed to the podcast. Uh, make sure you guys share an episode um, of the podcast. It will be really uh, helpful. And uh, thank you guys for listening. And, um, yeah, I will uh, talk to you. I'll talk to you guys later. Peace out.